Welcome, 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 welcome to The Real Deal with me, Larry Lawton, and my brother's back. Hey, bro. Hey, how you doing, everybody? How you doing, La? Uh, real good. How was your weekend? Not bad, not bad, you know. Watch Getting sports. down to the nitty-gritty in the NCAA tournament, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that maybe later. We got, you know, today I'm going to do something different. We're going to have a good day. I'm going to call uh, Darian, the editor of my YouTube. A lot of people want to know who he is and all that. Okay. I'm also going to call Teresa, who runs the, you know, emails and books and all that kind of stuff when that goes out. I gotcha. So we will do that. But before we get started, man, I just want to say about the weekend. And, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about the weekend today because I was thinking about weekends in prison. So, you know, people ask, oh, what, what's like your, your normal day in prison? Or what's the normal kind of routine, if you want to call it a routine? Uh, you and I had it a little different. We didn't work Unicor. No. Uni Unicor, let me let the people know. In prison, Unicor is prison industries. That is where they make stuff, and the, these people get paid, what, 50 cents an hour, if that. That's they, the top they make, end. They make different things, furniture. and I mean, different Unicors make different things. Yeah, the Unicor in Atlanta made furniture, BDU, battle dress uniforms, and mailbags. And, and the Unicor in Jessup made uniforms. They sewed. Is that what it was? They were they were sewing stuff like like uh, shirts and uniforms and you know like the was it military uniforms? Cause they did I that. I, well, yeah, I don't know what kind of uniform. See, they call the BDU battle dress uniforms right. in, in in Atlanta. Uh, I don't even know what the unicorn is in some of the prisons because I didn't. Well, Col I, Coleman's unicorn made furniture. Oh, it did. Yeah, oh. at least in a pen. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I know guys that came there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I know. I listen. I was there. They made furniture. Well, yeah. you weren't in the pen. No, I was in the medium there. They well, they lasted had, them a year. Remember, they, <laughs> they had two pens. Not when you were there. I think they nope. were built after they when you were there. They did not have pens yeah. when I was there. Exactly right. Yeah. For everybody, Larry was in prison from 96 to 2007, and I was in prison from 2002, early 2002, to 2011. Right. So we, we got it covered from 96 to 2011. Yeah, we sure do. <laughs> that is true. That's, I didn't even think of it like and, that. We, remember the time we were in prison together for what? Four or five months, maybe? Yeah, together? your first prison. My first prison. That, the, uh, just a little bit of a story. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I, I got arrested in 2001. I got out on bail. I went to trial in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania and, uh, in 2002. I was found guilty in two, February 2002. I was of, there. Of, you were there. You were, you were supposed to testify at my trial, and we never called you for whatever reasons. And then... Um, but when I went to the holding facility in FDC that day, um, I wasn't in a unit with you the first day. But then I got transferred to your unit. I pushed. I kept pushing. And for I you got to be yeah, because we were co-defendants and this and that. You know what I remember about most about that unit we were in? What? I remember. I fucking. I, you I was, were working me out and getting my yeah, legs yeah, so yeah. fucked up. I remember I, I was that in, too. To I was day. in great shape because I was in prison since '96. It was I'm in prison five years already. All right, I'm fucking like a rock solid motherfucker. He just comes from the street. So I said, Dave, come on, we're going to work out. You're going to work out. We're going to start this thing. We did you the had stuff. A, you had a little group that you worked out with that was in there that, you know, in, right, in, in yeah, the yeah. older facility. Right, yeah. exactly. And we'd work out. So then I'd take my brother. I said, you can't work out with me. I had you do the stairs, remember? You had me doing squats, stairs, everything. Every he, he couldn't even fucking walk. Two he, days later, it hit me more than the oh, next day. Always. Uh, I'm back yeah. to working out, you know, myself now. I'm back at the gym, and I feel good. As a matter of fact, I was 242 pounds, wow. and, uh, which is not bad. I mean, I was up 250. And anyway, and, and I, because of my arm, you know, my arm, I can't work out 
with the, with, with arm mix. With press. anything with weights, bench press, uh, curls, I can't do it. My left yeah, arm. For any of you that don't know, he pulled, he uh, busted his bicep. Yeah, muscle. yeah, ripped the bicep right from the tendon, or whatever, yeah, whatever. It's you called know. a busted bicep. Literally, the whole arm, like yeah. it, 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 the muscle retracts. It's you had it done. Actually. Well, I've had, I've had, I had mine ripped, and I never got it fixed, and it heals, but it heals deformed. Yeah, and it heals on. It takes a while. I'll tell you. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. You lose fifteen, twenty percent of your arm strength, but yeah. at sixty-two years old, I don't. Give and, a fuck. I, and I don't even give a fuck. I'm strong as a fuck, so that doesn't bother me. And I just wanted to get it where it doesn't hurt. You know, it's. But so, anyway, go back to the story of working out. So we were in the fucking. You know, again, I was fucking doing these sick workouts, burpees, and all these crazy. He comes in. I work him out. I'm telling you, he couldn't even fucking walk up a stair. It was. <laughs> I'll never forget. Couldn't that. even sit. Oh, you were fucking Because, fun. I mean, sitting, oh, well, I could sit, but I had to plop my ass down. I couldn't, like. Couldn't get up. Your, what, your uh, legs were shot, man. People yeah. don't get it. And we didn't do weights. We did quite Tyson squats, they're called. So yeah. Tyson squat is just a human being. You hold your hands out straight in front of you, and you go down, and you squat into the bucket. They call it in the bucket means you, your ass got to go down. You know, you used to sometimes put a low chair or something. So you get touch that and up, up. I'm telling you, you're at home. Try that. That'll fuck you up. Do man. 20 of them. Up, down, up, eh, down. The up, 20 down. for young people is not. You know, do 10 sets of 30 or some shit. You won't walk the next day. You know, or, or you're going to fuck. I don't give a fuck. Because you were, hey, listen, this is 20 years ago. So we were younger. We're in our 40s, you know. Uh, I was oh. probably in my late 30s. Uh, yeah, I was in my young 40s. Well, five years after I went in. Yeah. And yeah. I was a construction worker, so I wasn't in that bad of shape. You don't realize it until you really are. Well, I wasn't, in, I wasn't doing that kind of work. No, absolutely. You know I mean? So, you know, and, and uh, so I do remember that. Well, anyway, my brother was in the same prison. He ends up kind of almost, I, I hate to say we pulled string. We bitched enough, me, Paulie, and stuff to get you to, oh, no, not, that was me. That was Edgefield with Paul. No, where'd you meet Paulie? Not in the joint. You never met him never in the joint. Never met right, him right, in right, the right, joint. Right, 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 right. I met him. After the joint. The yeah, letters and all him, yeah, through. Sure. Right. See, with the law work. We never bumped ET. No, no, in Edgefield is where we won, out, won the, uh, uh, did the appeal. Uh, uh, 2255. Right, 2255. Anyway, so uh, I really pushed and bitched every day. The counselors go, hey, he's my brother. Come to prison. He ends up getting actually well, assigned mom, mom to my prison. And, mom and, what got me there, really, was mom and dad wrote letters and, and to, to my lawyer. And my lawyer presented them to the judge. And the judge can't assign me there, but he recommended that I go, being I have a close family, his brother's there, they're co-defendants, and let him go to that prison because his mom and dad are getting old and they could visit both of them at once. Oh, I didn't know that. So that helped. Yeah, oh, that helped. Definitely. I mean, he, but you know they don't have to do that. No, I know. Oh, That's okay. why I said he only recommended it. He, he yeah. can't order it. Nope. But he did recommend it and it did help and it worked. Yeah, I've seen judges recommend shit and they go the opposite. Literally. Yeah. I mean, well, it depends them. on the person. Right, right. Look at you. I mean, you get you get sentenced to twelve years, and they send you to a pen, which is not not why because you didn't tell, and exactly they were right. they were out out for you. Oh, we're gonna punish your ass. Totally. You know what I mean? So that and me, I went to trial, and he gave me the top end of the line. You know that? Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, you know, he has a a, a guideline he Sentencing can go guy. by. Yep. And he used the top end because I went to trial. I didn't cooperate. Right, exactly. So, you know, and, and, and I didn't tell. And what happens to me? They, I ended up doing four twelve years, and they sent me to a penitentiary. And in fact, they sent me to the worst penitentiary at the time. I was in Lewisburg when that happened, 
And I remember, I didn't know exactly where I was going. Well, they were still looking for a John Rodriguez at the time, <laughs> so they thought maybe they'd get you to roll. Yeah, fucking that. I actually got an indictment in 2001, I think it is. It's in you, the got, you got it shortly after I was I think it was, yeah, either, I was 2001, either 2001 or 2002, they indicted me for lying to the fact. 18 USC 1001, I remember. Here's a it. question. Did you get sent, after I went to trial yep. and got sentenced, right. or even before I got sentenced, because I got sentenced three months after trial, Right. You know, they had to do the PSI and all of that. But you got sent back to, did you get sent back to Georgia and then come back for the uh, re-indictment? Or did they re-indict indict you for lying to the FBI right then? Right then. So you stayed there. I was you there. You didn't go back and back and back. I was there and I ended up fucking uh, getting charged right there. And they, they sent me a charge. And I, I remember getting called to the counselor's office or case manager's office. Shortly after I yeah, got... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says, hey, uh, you got another indictment. What the fuck? I got another. I've been in the joint already five years, so almost six years. And it and I got the indictment. They gave it to me, and then I took it out, and they let me keep it. And I read it, and, you know, it says 18 USC 1001. Of course, I'm a law library junkie, so I go there, figure that out. And it's for lying to the... Filing a false statement about who my partner was. John Rodriguez. Because you got convicted as being the guy. And I remember you never even pled guilty. Well, well, you you made a deal with them because you didn't you didn't want to plead guilty because I still had an appeal to go by, so you weren't going to admit you lied. Well, what how, how it goes is... Basically, that's how it happened, right? Well, yeah, in, in a nutshell, what happened is that they wanted to just say, okay, you know, you're in prison all this time. Uh, just plead guilty, and we'll just you know run the time. And that would have fucked my appeal up. Exactly. I said, no, nah, I can't do that. They go, why not? I said, because if my brother wins an appeal, then they could use that against you in a new trial. Admitting that. But if I go to trial, they can't use that. But if I, if I plead guilty, admit to it, then they could use it. And, I, and they were hard on me to fucking take a plea. Oh, it doesn't matter. We won't use it anyway. But you did take a plea, but a different type one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I went to trial. You did go to trial? Absolutely. I just went to a bench trial, not a jury trial. In fact, your son was at the trial. Okay. Yeah, that's where the last time I saw him, and not long before he got he got killed. Right. Uh, and boy, I No, got he got killed when I came back for appeal two years later. Uh, this is, this is, no, I was there when he got killed. So then I maybe did come back for the appeal. You didn't come back for my appeal because he got killed in 2004. I got sentenced in 2002. Oh, yeah, 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 right. And in 2002, uh, you you were in Edgefield doing my appeal. I mean, 2004 or 2003, you were in Edgefield doing my appeal with Paul. Yes, I I was with Paulie doing the appeal. I came back in 2004 for my appeal, and I seen him. He visited me. He got he got killed uh, three or four days Shit, later. I that. thought I was there. No, he was there for your for my trial, and then your your. Little... He was there for my trial. He sat right right with me. And actually, uh, what happened was, it went right to the eleventh hour. I'm saying, "Fuck you! I'm going to trial. I'm going to trial. Fuck it! I'm good. We're gonna make a big deal of it." There's I... a question. In '96, you got arrested. You were you got arrested in Fort Lauderdale and went to Miami, right? Yeah. Where was your Where was your sentencing? Philly? Oh, since it was Philly, sure. Because it was the last store? Well, yeah, well, yeah. I actually Rule 20 did to Philly. Uh, what does that mean? Rule 20 is when you're indicted in multiple. See, you were indicted in one, one right, spot. Because the statute of limitation was up after right, five I was years. indicted in four different federal districts. Middle District of Florida, uh, Eastern District of Pennsylvania, uh, 
District of Georgia, middle of whatever Georgia, and Maryland. I was indicted in four. I had a, most indictments at a lot of the prisons I was in. So I, I, I was indicted in four different feds. So now, once we made the deal that I beat the gun charge, I actually beat my gun charge in a preliminary hearing. Okay. That, and, and then they dropped the 924C. Yeah, when you turned in the BB gun. Right. right. Once they dropped the night, well, it was a hearing. It was, it was, it was that and multiple things. Right. Uh, they fucking, not only the BB gun, they. FBI went into a fucking canal on 95 right here. Right here. Uh-huh. I don't know which one it was. It was a rest stop that I dropped the fucking guns. The guns we robbed in the last store. You remember the guy had five guns? Yes. Do you remember us stopping the in? The store fucking, I got shot in. Yeah. County. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't remember because you must have dropped them on the way home. I, I did. I flew home. Remember? I did. You're right. I dropped them on the way back. I drove back and, and I stopped at a rest stop. And I threw the fucking bag of guns in a fucking lake in the rest stop. You know, like a you know, bullshit lake, but a lake in the, okay. in the fucking yeah, rest stop. A little stop. reservoir or something. Whatever the fuck. It was big, but, you know, not big enough. So I told the FBI where the guns were. And they sent the dive team and found the fucking guns. And I did that. So I said, listen, I don't like guns. If I liked guns, I'd have kept the fucking guns. I'd have sold the guns. I'm not a gun guy. I hate guns. And they fucking, that was part. Go see my wife. She's got the gun I used. Right, the BB gun. Right. And obviously, that was one of the reasons I won, by throwing them in the fucking lake. Otherwise, they might not even have believed it, and that would have been the end of it. And I go for the And they found them. They found the whole five guns. That fucker, you remember that guy? He had about six fucking guns in his store. We didn't know he had another one when he got out. Anyway, uh, when I did that, uh, that's what helped me. But anyway, I take... Take, after that, I take the deal for four 12-year sentences. I was just still going to go to trial. And I knew if, if they would have said, okay, just take a plea, run them wild, that's 48 years. Why do that? Go fuck yourself. I says, if you run them concurrent, I'll take a plea. I'll take the plea. Because I would have cost them millions. They would have had to take me to every one of these federal districts, get witnesses, get people, fucking get juries, trial, fuck up the whole federal system for a bit. You know, that area. Judges hate that. I found that out. So anyway, when I fucking was at your house, uh, not your, with your case, I fucking get indicted on the fucking filing a false statement. Because I said that my partner was a, a phantom person. Yeah, he didn't tell on me, of course. No. He uh, didn't tell on nobody. So nobody. He, he gave him some bullshit. It was a John Rodriguez he met in a bar or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I met at a, a Hooters. It, and there's a lot of John Rodriguez's in Miami. Oh, <laughs> listen, it was, the fucking trial was the funniest thing in the world. Uh, because I, I, I'll tell you a story. It's a good story. So we're sitting there, and uh, here I go. I fucking uh, uh, do the case. I get I get called up, and I'm I'm in Philly, and I'm waiting. And I, when I say waiting, they're trying everything in the book to make me take a plea. They don't. They don't. They know this judge is gonna get pissed. Now the max sentence I could have got at that point, guidelines wise, forget Fed what they really can do, but the guidelines was three years. So I'm thinking, I'm going to get fucking three years. For what? Each store? No, 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 no. For the filing false statement. The okay, charge. okay, okay. I thought, ah, fuck it. I'm going to get the three years. Fuck it. I ain't doing it. It's my brother. I know we're going to help win an appeal. I mean, I know the law well enough. I said, fuck it. I says, I'm fucking taking a, I won't take a plea. I go to fucking trial. Yeah, I get fucking found guilty. They're going to give me three years. You know, that's what I figured. 36 more months, whatever. I'm in already fucking six years at this time. Shit, over six years, I think it was. Whatever. I said, fuck it. I don't give a shit, and it will win appeal. So the last fucking day before trial. Bench trial. Well, we didn't set bench trial yet. Okay. It was a regular trial. 
I get called out into a lawyer room where they have fucking lawyers. In FDC, yeah. Yeah. And the lawyer saying, listen, yeah. I said, listen, I don't give a fuck why or what you offer me unless I don't fucking plead guilty because I know the law. I says, and they, they knew I knew the law very well, right. obviously. And I says, unless I can fucking, my brother can win an appeal and you can't use anything I say in that trial. You know, like, why would I say my brother is my partner? And then all of a sudden you go win appeal. Hey, his brother said he was his partner. Right. You know, I'm not going to do that. I right. didn't know, even though... You didn't do it to start with, and you weren't going to do it in the being, in the middle of it. Right. And not only that, you know, understanding your case, and I knew your case better than anybody, obviously, uh, I fucking knew we could beat the gun charge. I really did. Right. And, Which again, your lawyer... 924C. Yeah, your lawyer just fucked that up, because yeah. you should have got the date. What happens when you have a court-appointed yep. lawyer? We didn't have the money, and he had a fucking court-appointed lawyer, and I'll tell you... Uh, Paulie, my buddy, and you guys know Paulie. I'll have Paulie on here. Uh, we would have totally won that case if it, we, you could have let me go into that co courthouse. I guarantee, I swear to you, on my children, I would have won that case. For you. I wouldn't have won the case. I would have won the nine twenty four. Yeah, and I would have been only got sentenced to six years. Six years. You got five years. I got an, you got extra, years. I got an extra, extra five years, and you would have been fucking done. And that by that, that point, you're damn near out. Five years, ten months was the maximum I would have got sentenced to. <laughs> I, I would have blown him out. 60 months. I got 130 months. Well, 60 months was the gun. Right. Oh, I know that. So anyway, since we did that, I, I'm sitting there, and the guy comes out. He goes, oh, what? I said, listen. He goes, how's this sound? This is what he says to Your me. Your lawyer. Uh, no, their yeah. lawyer. The state. The prosecutors. Okay. And I, I don't even have he's my the, I don't. He, he's the one who called you out to the visiting room? Yes. Not your lawyer. Right. My lawyer wasn't even there. So the prosecutor called you out. Yes. Okay. Now- I'm surprised they were allowed to talk to you without uh, They your asked me, and I said yes. Okay. Because I was smarter than the fucking lawyer. I had, who the fuck are you, you kidding? You knew the law anyway. Knew the law. Fuck. I knew. Uh, I'll talk to you. Right. So he says, I'll tell you what we could do. He goes, how about we do a bench trial? Because this is what it is. They don't want to pull juries. It's a big deal to pull juries, get them in, jury pool, then the fucking pool, then a day or two trial, then deliberation. It's a whole fucking thing. He goes, how about we do a bench trial? And if we do, if you agree to a, agree to a bench trial, because I don't have to agree to that, right? We'll recommend time concurrent. Okay? Whatever he gives you, we'll recommend time concurrent. Now, he told me straight out, he goes, you know, the federal judge, and I know the law, of course, he don't have to agree to that. I go, but you'll recommend it. You'll stand up and recommend that. He goes, we'll recommend time concurrent. I said, okay, fuck it. All right, let's go. So, so we go in there. Next, next fucking day, and I was up at like 11 o'clock at night. You know the way they pull you out and get you ready and all that bullshit. Right, right. So they do all that shit. I go down there, and I'm in there. Now, they don't even, now since it's a bench trial, there's nobody there. There's not a jury. Right. They don't change your clothes out. Was your lawyer there with you? Yes, but they don't change your right, clothes they out. They don't have to. You're still now, in your jumpsuit. I had clothes sent to me. Right. Because I thought it was going to go to a regular trial. So they can't try you in court in prison Prison clothes, because then that that would uh, that would purge uh, that would uh, uh, persuade, persuade a juror. A juror. Oh, he's a convict. He's no good. So I had clothes sent in, and I was actually looking forward to wearing street clothes. I mean, I literally remember that as well. Missy sent him up. Yeah, exactly. So I fucking go up there, and your son, uh, little Davy, I love my nephew. He was in the courtroom. I, you know, he told me he called. Call. He was in the gallery. He was the only one in the fucking gallery, right behind there me. There was a lot of people in there? Yeah, yeah, if you wanted to just come watch. So he came, and 
I got to hug him and say hello to him, you know, turn around. I couldn't go out there or anything right. like that. You know, I'm still in shackles. My legs were shackled. Not right. my hands. My right. legs were shackled. Uh -huh. I'm in there. In comes the prosecutor, and they got a fucking hand truck. You know a fucking hand truck you move shit with? Yeah, yeah. Full of boxes. I mean full of boxes. I go, what the fuck? So they put on their case, you know, the open introduction, you know, open arguments, uh, open statement. We didn't even have a now, statement. Let me ask you, was this same judge, the same? was this judge you had this bench trial with, was he the same judge that sentenced you before? No. Okay, totally different. Totally different. Okay. When I, when I got sentenced, I had a hang him high Giles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, black guy, hang him high Giles. I forget mine. Yeah, I won't remember him. Anyway, but I mean, he did what he did. He did got me with the, with the most he can get me with and fucking slam me, you know? I mean, not, as much as he could under the guidelines. That oh, I mean, Giles? Yeah, 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 yeah. I okay. knew that was happening. Well, now we're talking to bench trial. Now, listen, when I first got sentenced to four 12-year sentences, I'm the happiest guy. Now. I, I remember coming back into the cage, you know, at the a, a, after the trial, and there's fucking guys crying. They got five years and this. You fucking snitch, motherfucker. I'm happy. I thought I was getting life, you know? I, I totally thought I was I was getting life in prison. Before it all? Totally before it played out. So anyway, I fucking sit there and fucking, uh, I go to this bench trial. And I've been in prison, know the game, know every fucking thing. Law fucking, I've been deep into the law at this point. And I fucking go into the bench trial. And the law, you know, the prosecutor comes with a hand truck full of fucking shit. And they present this case. And, and they're going on. And they go, you know, Your Honor... This man, we we proved that he's not the guy. He sent the federal government on a, a FBI on a two wild, million dollar go on, wild on, goose on, chase on a wild goose chase. And uh, since he, he he sent the trial on a wild goose chase, he cost the government. This is what the exact said. He cost the government over a million dollars in investigation fees. Now I get it because how the fucking many John Rodriguez do you think are in the fucking goddamn Miami area? A ton. And they investigated every one of them. I know. Every fucking one of them. They were looking for John, John Rodriguez. Rodriguez. And there's no such John Rodriguez. So they proved that and they got it. Then they come to us. Well, there were a lot of John Rodriguez. There's such John Rodriguez's, but he's not the one who was your partner. Yeah, because there was no fucking John Rodriguez partner. Right. So we're sitting there and uh, uh, we then put up the defense. Now, I got my lawyer there and I, and I told him, I said, listen, just. Don't say something stupid. Don't make me look like a hero. Say, yes, this might be true, or whatever. He, you know, it's a family thing or whatever, the whole fucking thing. So he gets up. He says his bullshit. So the judge says, that was, that, then they closing arguments. Boom. Closing arguments, closing arguments. And judge fucking lays down the gavel. I find you guilty. Now, on the lawyer's desk, I won't forget this, he had a fucking stack of papers. Your lawyers. No, the judge. Oh, on the judge's a desk. A judge's desk. Not you know, the lawyer's And desk. you know how federal courts are. You know federal for Philly. They're always up on this big fucking... Yeah, you know, that, federal right. courts are so much different than state courts. I was in the same courtroom, probably. Or, or, or different what? courtroom, but same building. Right. Yeah. And no fucking... You know, the, the, the judge sits high on a thing. The marshals, the fuck... They don't fuck around. Federal courthouses are very intimidating. They make state look like a joke. So anyway, we're, we're, we're up there, and I, I remember your son was looking at me, too, you know. I mean, I kept turning around. I was so happy to see him. But uh, anyway, judge lays down the gavel and says, guilty. So I go, fuck it. He goes, okay. So then my lawyer, which I, we talked about, says, tell him we want to waive PSI and go direct the sentencing. Now, waive PSI is pre-sentence investigation. Normally, after you get convicted, the, uh, the, the 
federal government will do what they call a PSI. Three Reset. months. Three months. They usually, usually take yeah. three months, right. and it's a report on what he's done and what his background, all, and it gives the judge a good opportunity for uh, sentencing and stuff. So we say, Your Honor, we'd like to waive PSI as Mr. Lawton's been in prison for over six years. It was over six years, I think, at that point. Yeah, it was 2002, this was. You yeah, went in in 96. So, so yeah, 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 almost. almost said six, six years, a little over yep. six years. Yeah, you're right. Uh, six, six years, four, whatever it was. Right. And I end up fucking, he says, we'd like to waive PSI. Mr. Lawton's been in prison for six years, uh, over six years, and his PSI stands from before the trial. And the prosecutor says, we agree, Your Honor. Sentencing recommendations. So we go first. Your Honor, Mr. Lawton was a, a family man. He was only trying to help his brother. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're, we're hoping that you take leniency on, on the court because Mr. Lawton didn't want to hurt anybody and stuff. Then the prosecutor gets up, says, Your Honor, we know this is a, a difficult case. But he goes, we recommend time run concurrent. Now, I'm fucking like smiling, but. Now the judge. You're now, waiting for the judge to say okay. Wait, he sits down. Right. The judge, he's got glasses. I'm trying to explain this the right way. He's got glasses. And he puts. They're on the tip of his nose. Like yeah, like looking, reading glasses. Yeah, he's looking down at you know, and they're on that big thing. And he looks at the prosecutor. And he says, "Stand up." I'm like, what the fuck? Tells the prosecutor, "Stand up." He goes, "Your recommended time run concurrent." And he goes, "Yes, Your Honor, we recommend time run concurrent." He picks up the paperwork, I won't forget that, and drops them on his fucking desk. Boom! And he goes, you just told me that this man cost you a million dollars, over a million dollars, the FBI investment. What kind of deterrent is this for anybody that had lied to the federal government? And I said, and I'm thinking, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. He's just going to go what he wants. And, you know, and I was really prepared for that. So he looks at me, looks at the, and he's got that prosecutor standing up the whole fucking time. He's mad at the prosecutor. Then he lifts up, boom, he does it again. Fuck, I'm thinking, what the fuck? And, you know, everyone's quiet. He goes, just like this. He goes, eh, what the heck? He goes, I'm only a federal judge. Time run concurrent. I fucking like, what the fuck? I just didn't mean shit to me. You can look it up in the records. It's in right now if you Google my name in the federal systems or whatever it is. The case comes up, the whole case. Yeah. And fucking I'm laughing my ball like, I turn around to Davey, and he goes, that's it. This missed. He gets up and gets the fuck out of there. Now the marshal's away from me. I'm hugging Davey and, and, and just talking. Actually, you know, it's funny because when he was there, I told him, I said, Davey, I said, get out of the business. I knew what he was doing, you know. Yeah. I said, get out of the business, man. Look at your father and I, man. Come on. We love you. Uh, look at us. Just get the fuck out of the business, you know. Obviously, he didn't. But anyway, I fucking go back, and I remember fucking – making phone calls, but I remember I was just the happiest camper in the world. Fucking time run car. Big deal. I got fucking so many. I got five convictions. When you came back to the unit, I was in the unit. Oh, were you back there? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, we were in the same unit. I was there until after you left, and you got, you you were out on the bus two, three weeks after you got sentenced for that. Oh. You were in Jessup when I got to Jessup. Yes, yes. So I was in FDC Philly when you came back after that that you're right. Trial, you're right. You're you right. You had a smile on your face. Oh, you remember that? I was yeah, motherfucking fucking, happy as a motherfucker. Yeah, I remember it. I wasn't I was, in the in the courtroom, but yeah, I, was I did. There. That's when I said I told you I saw Davey and all that, and I was just so fucking happy. 
I fucking run time concurrent and all this shit. And not, yeah, big deal. I got five federal fucking convictions. Big deal. Does it matter if I get 10? What the fuck? I'm a felon. I'm a felon. I'm a felon. Yeah, right? I, it, Did it really, really fucking matter? All of that didn't matter for shit. And not it, to me. And it still helped me on appeal. Absolutely. That's what won the, I mean, w- well, well, didn't win it, but you know what I mean. We could have well, won. Well, for everybody who don't know, I won the appeal. Yep. Paulie I won, and I, I won, won an appeal, appeal to come back and, 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 and present it to the court. Paulie and I won an ineffective assistance to counsel against his attorney. And then I had another attorney who sucked. And yeah. I didn't know the law nowhere near, like Larry or Paulie. I didn't know the law at all, really. No. But, you know, I didn't spend my time in a law library. Yeah, like but he knew did. us and he knew trusted right, us. And right. we won. So we I won it. They won a, a 2255. It's not easy to win. We win it. He gets assigned to another trial. My brother gets another trial. To hear my, Here's my, my case. appeal. Right. His appeal. He won it because ineffective assistance counsel means the lawyer did something so bad that he needs a new trial. And we win that. Right. We win it. And Paulie and I, we used to talk about your case, Dave, every fucking how day. Often it was, how often was it in prison that you guys won a twenty two fifty five for somebody? We were pretty good. Is, but it, is it not that often that it happens? That they at least get called back? No, no, no. Once you win the appeal, you're going to get caught back. Uh, no, I we, know. We won our share. But, you know, a lot of them, you win. You don't win. And you got to keep right. trying and keep trying and do something else. But, you know, we won yours in the first shot. It wasn't even like a you multiple did. times we had right. to do it. We won it. On what grounds? Do we you won remember? Your, yeah, part of it I remember. Uh, we won it because he didn't present certain evidence. The Oh, the, the, the gun guy. Is not an expert, and he said it was a gun. Uh, you know, the guy. The, the, the when your trial, on. if I remember correctly, he the 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 jury believed that he knew enough about guns. The store owner. The store said, owner. If you ever had a gun pointed in your face, you would know it's. And a real that's gun. opposite. Right. That's actually opposite under fear. We we had so many. I think we had like three issues. One was a jury issue, which usually is the one is that win. One was a a, a witness issue. And I don't forget the other one. I know those two for the sure. The gun issue. No, the gun issue was the one, him not, the witness issue gun. Uh, it might have been a gun issue. You're right, right. No one. Well, oh, the other one was I was so, putting a line up and picked out that by was, the wrong person. Right. That was one of them. By, uh, by the, by and the, your lawyer never mentioned it. By, right. So that, right. My that's lawyer what, had never brought that part up. Right. And that's what makes it ineffective. For anyone what, who don't know, before, before they even indicted me, they put me in a lineup, which I didn't know about, of course. I was on the street. They put me in a lineup with five other people who supposedly looked like me a little bit, and they showed it to the store owner that they were said that I robbed them. He couldn't pick him out. He picked up the wrong person. Because I'm the one who put him down, if you remember. I put that right, little fucking right. guy. You never touched near that guy. Right. So how the fuck did he even say it was the gun? I'm the one who did it, and I had a BB gun. Right. But, you know, I yeah. mean, so there's no fucking way. There's no way. But I had a shitty lawyer and lost that. Anyway, and I had to do the fucking Because all I would have did, just, just for the record, all I would have did was fight the 1924C, and that would have been that. would have won that. And at that point, I was in jail for two and a half years. I, at least I'd have been years, out two and a half years later. If that. Right, right. Exactly right. I'd have been sent back to Jessup, sent to a low or a camp or whatever. Who I gives not, a fuck I could have never gone to a camp. Well, yes, I could. I don't know if I no, could have. Without, without, without a gun charge? Ooh. You might have been. Without a gun charge, I might have been You're able right. to. You're right, because that's what made you come. That made violent. me a violent criminal. See, but I didn't have a gun charge, and I went to a penitentiary. Yeah, but you also had 12 years. You can't I go also, to a camp with I, less I than. I also had the RICO. 
And for anyone who don't know, I was a if, week if you out. have more than 10 years, you cannot go to yep. a camp. No, yep. You have to have 10 years or less. And here's my thing is also, I, I was under the RICO Act. I was under the Mobster Act. Now, anybody with 10, with 13 years sentence, 12 years sentence, you could go to a medium and you could do five years and then go to a camp because you, now you got right. less than 10. Right, right. He's right. And, and but mine was a RICO act, so they, that 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 I knew I wasn't going. But they just anyway. In my case, so anyway, we 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 get his case, and I got I got to see where were we going with that part of it. I forget. Oh, we're talking about prisons. Well, and, brothers and, yeah. in prisons. Then I get sentenced. Then I get. And then the, he gets sentenced. And then you know, it's so good to have somebody you know in prison. Oh, because when my brother came uh, to the yard, I, he had, was hooked up. You had people looking for me coming out of the at R and D, David. Where, I knew when you were in the. I knew when you got on the fucking bus by cops. Oh, I had a cop there. I think I don't know, maybe Massey or somebody. I, I said, listen, my brother's on his way, man. Just let me know when he's here. I knew before you fucking were in the prison that they went to get you. Yeah. Oh, you mean when when I came over by bus? Yeah, yeah, I knew it. I, I think knew. I came from Tallahassee. Today. Tallahassee. You yeah. flew to fucking the gauntlet, the uh, Oklahoma. I think I went to Oklahoma. Yeah, the, yeah all kinds the of The fucking, shit. I call it the round the world yeah, trip. Yeah, the fucking. You went that route, and then you were tired, then you came, and I knew you were on your way. And then when you went, in, you didn't even have to go to the hole, in fact. You came uh, straight to the yard. I did not go to the hole, and you had people looking for me. I Matter of fact, when you came, I said, is he going to be, because every prison I went to, because I always went to bad. I always went on a bad way, uh, either in a fight or, you know, assault. Oh, you got to go to the hole and do captain's match. I, 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 yeah, I had gotten a review. Uh, you didn't have to do that. I remember that. Uh, and uh, one, of the, one of the guards said, hey, you know, he's going to fucking, uh, he's going to get out of the hole today. I said, he's getting out of the hole. I said, yeah, he's going to come straight to the yard. I said, is he coming to this unit? He go, yep. Come, no, uh, no. I think he said you were going to A2 and A1, but we got you over to A1. You originally went to A1, and I was in A2, or A2 and A1, whatever it was, but they moved you. No, when I came, I, you, I was in uh, D1, and you were in D1. Okay, it was D1. You were in D2 before, though, but you got moved to D1 before I got there. Okay, I remember getting moved. But anyway, you get to D1. I had my brother set up with a cell with fucking clothes. Oh, he had me a bag sneakers, of $200 worth of shit. Fucking sneakers, shorts. Sweats, he come shorts. off the yard. He's, for everybody else's, you know, it's a rough time. He's getting taken. I'm walking. I remember walking around the yard with you telling you who's good, who's no good. Don't right, touch this the bocce guy. courts we hang out. Yeah. This and, that. and I was telling you about our so, gambling operation. I kind of had it made. I mean, if you uh, want to say it. If it, you ever could have it made in prison, I did. Yeah, well, you get it. The way it. I started. I, I, I was long story you. short, it only lasted three months. Because I went crazy. Because he went crazy and attacked the unit manager. Threatened a unit manager. Actor. Scores 2,000. How much? Busted a copy machine and all kinds of shit. The door, the phone. Threw a paper cutter on a copy machine. No, threw it at her. Scared the the shit out of her. Oh, man. That bitch was fucking scared. She hits the deuces. Oh, they came a fucking flying. When I I hit the deuces, I went out fighting. I want to fight everywhere. Ripped my shirt off. My brother, they locked him in. The unit, so he couldn't get out to help me. They locked me in my room. Oh, you? They locked, in, in, not in a shoe. They locked me in my room. Oh, first they locked the whole unit down. Yes, of course. Then they put me in the room. In your I, room? I was looking at the door, you know what I mean? 
Oh, really? I didn't know that. And I, I don't know who, because I think it was a cool cop on, on we at had the time. Cool cops in the, in at the time, it might have been Spence spell, or somebody. Spell, Spence. Spell was working the compound. He came down, and he's the one who walked you to the show. He's the one who got me to fucking give up. Right. He said, come on, Larry, I got to No, yeah, I was ready. They're surrounded me. I'm wanting to fight. I remember, I remember this, man. I was hot. I remember it, too. It was right in between the two units. Yeah. And then Spell mentions my first name. He says, Larry. I turn to him, he goes, I gotta lock you up. I gotta cuff you. I gotta cuff you. He says, Larry, I gotta cuff you. And I'm like, well, you know. All and, right, and, and I said, all right. And I put the hand, I'm going the way up to the fucking you, cursing out these motherfucking bitch that fucking. And we had, if you remember, Price was the SIS. Yes, Fat but he guy let, with the big gut. He let me visit you a good four or five months after. I mean, before you left. Yeah, yeah, he did that. He we was pretty cool that way. I mean, yeah, you know? he was. He was a typical And Price SIS. was the FBI of the prison. SIS. SIS. And he fucking... I was in there for a while, man. I must have been in there six, eight months. I don't know. Well, they always... Whenever they give you a disciplinary like that, they ride your ass. Oh, they rode me you like know, a they rode me, I've been rode so many fucking They rode me 14 months when I hit the pedophile. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, then know. they rode me... Well, then I went to fucking Edgefield, lasted a little. Then I went crazy there. And fucking whatever the fuck happened. I, I didn't give a fuck at that point in life. But anyway, listen, besides that prison story, I want to tell everybody, here's what we're going to do here. We got a, we got another 20-so minutes or whatever. I, I want to do a few things. I'm going to call and introduce you guys to Darian. A lot of people ask about Darian, who's my editor. So I'm going to bring him on, and then I'm going to bring Teresa on. And Darian gonna, edits all the YouTube tapes. Darian, let me give a quick story, guys, about Darian. Darian finds me. I start YouTube two years, a little two and a half years ago. Yeah, not even. Uh, January is when I got monetized. So whatever, almost, let's call it two and a half years. Right. Uh, Darry, I actually started November 7th, I think. Whatever. Whatever. So anyway, two and a half years ago, uh, I just start putting up, I get mad at the, uh, you know, uh, Vanity Fair, do all that. And Darry just sends me an email. He's a kid, he's 20 years old. He says, uh, you look like you need an editor. And I, don't, I says, he calls me, you know, emails me. I said, okay, let's, let's have a phone call. So we make a phone call. Uh, and I think it was through one of the apps because he's from Canada. WhatsApp? I don't know if it was WhatsApp or whatever. Okay, anyway, so, you, you end up talking to him. Talk to him. And I said, listen, I can't afford it. He wanted $30 an hour. I said, I can't afford anybody. I says, uh, but if you want to stick with me, you'll have a job. And if you like this, Adam. Long story short. He sticks with me, does a, and he's learning too. He was, he's really, he originally wasn't an editor. He was a graphic designer and new computers and all that kind of, he became a very good editor. Right. And so he worked with me in, in a great way. You know what I mean? We did a lot of stuff. So now we do that and uh, he's become very well uh, received. He's got a hell of a resume now, obviously, uh, doing the YouTube since the beginning. And I'm loyal as the day as long he gets paid well. And, uh, and he stuck with you from zero subscribers to 1.4 million. Absolutely. And you, he's still with you. Well, yeah, of course. And you remember him, obviously, sure very do. well. So, hey, Dave, do me a favor. Just put that air conditioner on. It's fucking hot as fuck. You know what I mean? Uh, just hit the button. It's hot in here, guys. So let me call Darian while I'm doing this right now. And we'll have Darian on. I think it'll be good for people to hear Darian. Uh or what Darian is, you know, I, I hate to say what he's all about, but just, I think it's a good thing we do this. All right, let's call Darian. Is that right? Uh, all right, he's calling Darian now. Yep. I'm so, we'll hear from Darian. 
Wait yeah, maybe after that you could introduce them to T2. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm having a no. little technical difficulty again. Why is it? Let me see if I'm connected again. Uh, let me go. Well, you were Bluetooth to the mics before and yeah. all of that. So. No, nah, let me do it. I think I, I, I wasn't connected. Oh, now I'm connected. Okay. I'm just connecting to the, yeah, we are. Now, uh, let me call Darian. And I think it'll be a good call. Let's see if he, if he, if he answers. And he should. See, broadcaster. You have reached. Please leave your message after the tone. After leaving a message, you can hang up or press pound for more options. Uh, let's try him one more time. Maybe something happened there. Uh, let's try him. One I didn't more. hear it ring, so something might have happened. Uh, we'll see. Let's do it this way. All right, Darian. We're going to be calling Darian. Uh, it's mobile. All right. Uh, what the fuck? I, I can't stand when this shit happens. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a technical difficulty. It shouldn't be. Let me see what it is. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, there it is. Back number. Press one to replay your message. Anyway, everybody. Yeah, so, yeah, do that. And I'm going to try one more time. Hold on. Anyway, so when, when, I get to, when I get to Jessup, he's got this big package for me, you know, this big... Uh, Laundry bag full of uh, everything. And he gives me the do's and don'ts, and he takes me to the chow hall. He gives me the ins and outs of prison and everything. You know, where to sit at the right, chow now, hall, wait, wait, where to do everything. Now. All right, here it is. It's ringing. Let's see if he comes in. I actually had to FaceTime him. You, did you get the call I gave you from the phone, Darren? Uh, no. All right. Anybody, everybody, let everybody know out there. Darian, say hello to everyone. This is Darian Atridge from Canada. We're in Victoria, British Columbia. Hello, everybody. What's going on? <laughs> I gave a little brief story, Darian, how we met and how you emailed me and, and how didn't have the money in the beginning and you stuck with me and all that and everything. And now you've been here two and a half years with us. You really weren't an editor. You were more of a graphics guy in the beginning, if I remember. Is that right? Uh, yeah, that's what I went to school for, and that's what I specializing i guess yeah and now obviously he's become one of the very 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 good editors and people comment all the time i remember when i wasn't i just put shit up and they go wow you need an editor <laughs> now they don't say that anymore they actually and darian and i listen and he sometimes and darian and larry uh jr also they 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 read a lot of comments uh, of you guys so. they do more than just editor editing and uh, publicity and all of that they, they look at the back uh, end of everything, too, with you, and they read comments, and they make phone calls for you to other yeah, people. Yeah, uh, absolutely. No, you know, I mean, what, you can't do it all on your own, La. Well, what, what I like about this, Darren, we were telling you, we're a good team. You know, we have fun doing what we do, correct? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Darren, yeah. Darren gets a kick. We have meetings, and we have FaceTime meetings. Not No more PETA meetings. No, no, but we have FaceTime meetings, and... Uh, we, we laugh our balls off, right, Darren? I mean, it, it, it's... I, in fact, I think we have a few recorded because some of them are so fucking funny, <laughs> man. Am I right? But... Uh, maybe. I flew Darian down to uh, Florida. Uh, to uh, my Actually, it was my birthday. It was not last birthday, my 59th birthday, if I remember. And yeah. Darian was... I flew him in, and he met my son, and he met my daughter. Boy, did they corrupt that guy. Uh, we, we went out. 
to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, Dave. We had fucking shot. Darren, didn't we get fucked up? What was that, the night before we were at Teresa's house? Yeah, no, you were you here? I was there. Was that the party at Teresa's? For my birthday, the 59th? Yeah, on the patio at Teresa's house. Yeah, Darian yeah, I was <laughs> fucked up. Darian and I got fucked, and Darian, my son, and my That's s- when I won the money on the Trump bet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. But Darian, my son, and daughter, we all went out. We got fucked up. They're drinking shots. My son and daughter can drink, can't they? I don't really remember. Totally. He don't remember? You were that <laughs> fucked up. Anyway, actually, let me, let me let you know what we're doing. We're all going to California uh, in about less than a month now. Uh, we're going the 19th. Today's the 28th. So we're going on the, on, uh, the 19th. We're all going to California. Darian's coming. Uh, we got a, a professional cameraman coming. Uh, we got also my son and uh, Ben's is coming. I'm coming. We're going to have like five or six people, five people, I think it is. And we're going to be doing videos from there. Darren, you're going to be able to edit right from there? Yeah, I got my laptop. I can do everything from there. Wow, so he's going to be editing video. We're going to make videos. We're going to make a lot of content. You're also going to be on other shows. I'm going on a bunch of shows. I'm going on No Jumper, if you guys want to look it up. I'm also going on Dope as, uh, Dope as YOLO. So if anybody looks that up, it's called Dope as YOLO. And it's also, uh, we have uh, No Jumper. Oh, Kirill. Kirill is a guy that, that gets paid crazy money, and he does. he's going to do a photo shoot. Darren, you got to be videoing the photo shoot, and we'll have to do a video afterward with parts of that. That's what I was thinking. That should be a fun thing as well. And, uh, you, yeah, you're, Darren, you're on FaceTime. I guess your number didn't work. Did you get a phone call just to let you know just now? Uh, no, I didn't. Worry, I didn't don't worry about that right now. Yeah, just wondering why, because he's not on. He's on, I'm looking at him, but nobody could see him, obviously. <laughs> Uh, but at least it came through this way. But anyway, Darian, so you're going to be there the whole trip until Friday. We're going Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm leaving Saturday morning at like 7 in the morning. He's leaving Friday at 7 in the morning. We're going to do some more stuff Friday. I'll bring that content back to shoot it to Darian. But when we're up there, Darian, so you don't even, we don't even need to upload it. I just give you the fucking discs, right? Yeah, or you we take them out of the, it across the continent. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be real easy. We're going to take. We're going to have three camera shoots too. You know, we're bringing three cameras, uh, and who knows what we're going to do with other shows I'm on. You could film, and, and so we're going to have a lot of content for everybody. And obviously, Darian's part of this team in a big way. And he, you know, I told Darian in the beginning. I'm telling you, when we're all said and done with this thing, he's coming out of here a very, very uh, successful man. And and I love the fact that you know we have such the way we do. We are very communicating. Like like he has to go away. I know what he needs up front. I have to go away. He handles that. He'll post stuff and stuff like that. And again, we all answer or I answer videos. But uh, these guys are watching comments every day. So uh, Darian, you're from give give the audience where you're from. I'm from the south, not where? America, but <laughs> you're you're from no, the from south. The- I think he's being funny. Just like the rest of Canada. All of Canada. Where were you born and raised? I was born and raised here in Victoria, B.C. Okay. Wow, Victoria. I've been, I was in Victoria, B.C. in 1980. Uh, in the military? No, no, no. 82. 82, 83. Military? Yeah, I was in the Coast Guard. I was in the Jarvis, and we stopped in the most beautiful town I've ever been in. Remember to this day. I told them that the first time. Their parliament building is lit up. It's just fucking gorgeous. I got drunk there every fucking day. That's all I remember, though. I mean, obviously, he's from Victoria, British Columbia. Darren, give people a little of your background. You went to school. You went to college. You did what? 
Uh, yeah. Well, coming out of high school, I went to the University of Saskatchewan on a football scholarship. So I went out there playing football, and I only was there from August till December. And in that time, I kind of got, you know, bored of football, bored of school. So I came back to Victoria and just worked for a bit until I realized I wanted to do graphic design. And then when I figured that out, I just looked for schools and there was a program in Toronto. So I went out there for a year program and learned everything I need to know for graphic design and did a little bit of motion editing. And in my free time, just did like some video editing. So I knew a little bit back then. And then now you know a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, uh, hopefully in two years, you, you should learn a bit. <laughs> I think so. Darren, does graphic design have any, um, intertwinings with editing? Um, like a little bit, like making like, um, I don't know, just like text on the screen, like the last video, just putting up, like when you do like a list, top five. You can. I started off in Photoshop and just make the title, and then I bring it into uh, the other editing software and give it a little motion and stuff. Oh, so oh, I didn't even know that. So uh, most of editing, editing, most of the editing part is self-taught. Um, for video editing, yeah. Right. Like I used to make YouTube videos when I was, I don't know, ten years old, just like funny skits, and I'd be like five different characters. And I'd wear like a wig, being some some other person. Then I'd cut the angle, be a different person. So I like was editing videos when I was like I don't know, ten years old. Right, playing around the funny stuff. Yeah. yeah. If you want to, go ahead. I'm sorry. And that kind of started like the basis of I don't know uh, my editing um, learning career, I guess. Yeah. And then from there, uh, just kind of grew. And it kind of translates even from like the most simple editing platform of what I started on to what I do now, which is I use um, Adobe Premiere Pro, which is a, you can just it basically just gives more, more uh, freedom to edit. But the reason I'm asking, I want to ask the audience, you know, that they're going to want to notice. Obviously, you know, first of all, Darren, I seen the one video you did on TikTok. I love that one. On what's it? Uh, uh, what's the name of that fucking? What's the name of that video? It's got millions of views. Which the one where the like the, all your photos? No, the ring where you gave the ring to the girl. Oh, the one that I did. Yeah, yeah. what is that? Uh, the ring pop. Is that what it's called? Ring pop? No. What uh, is it called yeah. on TikTok? Don't don't not don't hold back. Oh, a, a, a little it's uh, title. What was little something? Oh my um. My username is Little Kid Lover. Little Kid And don't take that wrong. It's Little Kid Lover, and that's from a movie, isn't it, or a TV show? Uh, it's from The Office, yeah. It's from The Office. It's called Little Kid Lover. If you go to Twitter and go Little Kid Lover, you'll see Darian's Twitter. So, uh, maybe no, not Twitter. TikTok. Uh, TikTok. Fuck, I'll TikTok. show you how old I am. Fucking yeah. TikTok. It's little, matter of fact, he just sent me some fucking TikToks to do. And he gives me, he gives me orders on what to do. I love it. I really do. I get a kick out of it. But it, 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 and he's he's come up really, and you know Darian is not, uh, and like I, I am not. We take criticism and look at it, and when I get something with a video, some oh try this, or 
I send it to you, don't I, Darian? Uh, and yeah. and he'll listen or it, yay or nay or we'll discuss it. I mean, we're open to anything, you know. You know, we're never too big to think we're, we're the best at anything. So him or I, if somebody gives us suggestions or not only video suggestions, how to do it, oh, this. Darian tells me all the time what to do in here. And, and you know, if the lighting's off, matter of fact, I got to give him that. But the, if something's wrong, he tells me. And, and we try to get it done. But what I like, Darian, and what you always kept, and people told me this, and I'm going to give you a little credit here. Uh, you know, it's very hard to get an editor that knows who you are. You know, that's the key. It's like being a team. You know, you know how I am. You know what I like, you know, as, as a person and stuff. And you pretty get me down to a pretty good science, I think, now. So you keep my originality in there. Well, whatever and, he's doing, he's doing everything your audience wants to see. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, he come a long way. He's doing great. Uh, 1.4 million sub subscribers tells it all. Yeah, in such a short time. But what he does to me, I like, is we do little things. And the little things add up to, to being a professional video. He doesn't take away from the originality, the, right. the, the authenticity. You know, sometimes, you know, I was told, like, Billy, uh, Billy and JJ, you'll be talking to them in California, big, big TV people. They say, mm -hmm. Larry, what's great about your channel is you don't overproduce, if that makes sense. You know, we are who we are, just like the podcast. It's the real deal. The YouTube is who I am. You know, you've been in my office, you know, and, and, and it is. You remember when we did a video in the office, had no furniture in here? If you remember that, yeah. I sat in a fucking chair. He sets up cameras. I'm sitting in a fucking chair, Dave, right here. No, Dave, nothing's in this fucking thing. And we do a fucking video, and it came good, actually, in fact. He knows what he's doing. Uh, we'll, we'll discuss other stuff. But uh, obviously, you know, Darian's got the freedoms, too, that you know, he works his own schedule, or my schedule, really. When I put him up, he, you know, he does them. But he'll yeah. tell me when he needs more time. I'm doing a cooking video, uh, and the cooking video, I got to do that when I get back, Darren. Sorry about that. But when I do the cooking video, that's a three-camera shoot. You know, it's a, it's, it's a lot more work. Uh, you do overhead and all. Overhead, no. a, a side camera, and, and a front camera. So and he takes that and he's got to look at all that footage and and pick and choose and what it is. somehow. Yeah. yeah, and you know we have a good relationship where I could tell him not nah, it didn't write or why didn't you do that or something. And he was lazy, uh, which is sometimes everybody gets a little lazy. <laughs> but it, everything works well, Darian. I just want to say that on air too, in front of everybody, you're doing a great job. And uh, appreciate. Yeah, and 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 you like what you're doing. That's the key, I think. You know. Uh, and everything we're learning, like when you go, we're going to meet J.J., who's the executive producer for 40 years. I mean, big time. And uh, him mm -hmm. and Billy, obviously. And Billy will teach you stuff on angles and stuff. You know what I mean? Again, one of the best cameramen in the world. Does the president. They've been in the White House 20 times. Every 60 president. minutes. <laughs> yeah, on. what the fuck you want to ask? But uh, other than that, I wanted to introduce you to the audience. So let's introduce T to the audience. All right, we're going to do that. All right, Darren, we're going to let you go, buddy. Anything to say? Yeah. No, he's else. a man of little words, though. The guy. <laughs> right, Darian, go check over. him out on TikTok. Little, uh, <laughs> little big man or little kid lover. Or little, something. hey, Dave, good memory. Little kid lover on TikTok, and you'll see him. He does this video. He jumps over. When he started jumping, I knew he was fucking young because I can't do that fucking jumping anymore. He's in good shape. He, he he's a good kid too. <laughs> Darian, man, keep it up, buddy. Great work, and I'll I'll, I'll be talking to you later. All right, All right buddy, take care. There's Darian, everybody. 
Uh, I now wanted, he's going to try and call uh, the secretary of everything. Yeah, just why I said I was going to give everybody a chance. So let me call Teresa, who handles your books. Anything that comes in here, she'll answer your emails, that kind of stuff. And let's see what she has to say. And I'm enjoying this because I think it's important to show everybody the audience, so to speak. I show, you know, oh, no, that's the wrong one. Or let the audience see your background a little. Yeah, see my team and, and who we are. Right. So, yeah. let's see what T has to say. All right, this should be T. Yes. Hello. Hello, Teresa. How are you doing? Hello. Is this Mr. Lawton, Larry Lawton, <laughs> yeah. the one and only? Yeah. Hey, uh, T, how you doing? Good. You caught me baking cookies. Uh, you, you got off today? What the hell? I, I was just off today. I was just telling I, everybody how you answer uh -oh. emails, how you take care of their book orders, how you run the office, all that kind of crap. Well, she's got to cook for yeah. you. You're a fat well, cook. Well, actually, I... I, I, well, I got to have some food. No, I have a <laughs> confession to make. We gave her, because yeah. I had to do podcast. So I said, you know, here it is, a Monday morning. It's fucking, you know, a time where we, we did everything early, early. And then Teresa went home to actually cook for me. So that's another confession. But anyway, uh, we just wanted yeah, to let people... Rice, rice with chicken and homemade chocolate chip cookies. See, I'm I'm on a diet. I gotta go to the gym. I yeah. gotta do things, and now you hit me with cookies. You can't do that, you know. I know you bring. I know you make cookies for the office. I know you do that all the time. But it's it, well, then it, you can eat eat just one. Yeah, fuck it. You <laughs> you know me well. I'm a fat fuck. How are you gonna put five cookies in front of me and say eat one? And if David's here, house. you can never do that. If David's never here, you can do that. So he doesn't eat all that junk. Oh fuck, he don't. What the fuck you no, think he he's don't. so fat for? Drinking. He always says oh. to me that. <laughs> well, that that's probably bread. Hey, I, I I wanted to congratulate you on something. I heard you now become an eagle, the Eagles Club member, <laughs> and I think yeah, the fraternal of order of the Eagles. David's a member. I uh -huh. happen to be a member, and now mm -hmm. you're a member. Yes, I haven't been sworn in yet, though. So oh, you get. I don't have my card yet. Oh, <laughs> uh, you'll you'll have your card. I, I heard you're not getting sworn in. You just get a phone call. Is that true? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. A woman just get a phone call. What the fuck? <laughs> you didn't get sworn in. Either. I got sworn in ten oh. years ago. Oh, okay. I had to do the fucking oh, okay. thing and this and eat all the shit. <laughs> What do you swear to do? Uphold the eagle, eagle covenant? Eagle so. way of life and respect and oh. North America and all that bullshit, whatever they say. Oh, well, give give back. Give back to the community. Give back to organization. Very, I think it's a good, yes. good thing. Good a cause. Absolutely they do. Now, I want to go over something with the audience quick. Uh, sure. And you can tell them. I'm sorry. Yeah, please turn something. This was going off. Uh, it was a beeping. Not what, okay, now, what I want to tell the audience is, if you buy a book, Gangster Redemption, uh, first of all, if you live in an apartment, please, please send your apartment number. Right, Teresa? You always email people about that. And, right. And also, if you want me to sign a book, the minute you order that book, you got to send a separate e uh, email to us, either mm -hmm. Teresa at realitycheckprogram.com that's Teresa with an H mm -hmm. T-H-E-R-E-S-A at realitycheckprogram.com or even info at real wherever you get to us you have to send us an email and tell Teresa hey Teresa 
please have Larry sign the book. And I will sign. And if you want it specifically signed to like a son or a friend for a Christmas present or whatever, Gangster Redemption book is going crazy. It's going nuts. I think I think there's a spot when you order that asks for a comment or if you have a comment or if you have a something you know, to, you know, called smoke alarm because of the cookies. Let me open the window. Hang on, I'm going to put you on mute a moment. Well, there you go. That's what I deal with every day. <laughs> you got the smoke alarm going off because the cookies are burning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's going to bring in cookies tomorrow to the office, and they're all going to be burnt. She's going to say, well, you called me during the show. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. She's going to blame me. That's for oh, sure. Oh, real life. <laughs> oh, this Sorry. is the real deal. That's for sure. But, you know, listen. When you you don't take off much, you work a lot. I know that. No. You're, you're you're always here every day, and and you make sure that the office is tidied up, and all that kind of crap, and, and make sure my I'm set. She cleans my desk, <laughs> you know, in a good way. But she takes care of those book orders. She takes care of, you know, anything you need. Usually, it goes through Teresa first. Like if you send an email, she'll read them and and flag them and have me read them, and uh, so that's important. So make Hello. sure. Go ahead. One thing is, though, we process them so quick, the book, that if they email too late and the book is gone, there's not much you can do about it. Exactly. So when you order the book, you better email at the same time. Right. Exactly. They go, out, they go out within a day, usually. Sometimes a little longer if we're out of the area, but most of the time, a day. That is good. That is true. I come in. Every day, and if I'm not in, that's different. She'll wait. If you tell them the email, I'm in the next day. But I'm usually here. Teresa checks checks the emails every day. She checks books every day. So she candles all that. So make sure you email when you do it. Don't wait. Like you said, don't wait a day. I've seen books. I've watched Teresa process a book. Literally, the guy puts it in, a, like a let's just call it a Wednesday at, 10 in the morning. The mailman comes at 11. That book is in the fucking mail in an hour. Yep. I mean, you know, right. so we do get them. So don't, oh, just get it at the end of the day. So when you buy a book, and trust me, the, the book is going crazy. I only charge 20 bucks for the book. In America, it's seven fifty shipping and handling. No, cost, no, no cost for signature, but you don't have to have it signed, only if you want to. Yeah, of course. But if you want a book signed by me, and, uh, and especially if it's a gift to someone, you want to say, say have me to say happy. Just tell birthday. them what to say. Yeah, pretty much. You know, as long as it's legit, it's not going to be something stupid. Somebody wants to put something <laughs> bad in there. I ain't going to write that. Right. No. But other than no. that, I just wanted to introduce you to you. You just heard from Darian, and now you're hearing from Teresa. These are the guys that keep the office running or keep our company. We got my brother here who comes in. He's my co-host. That's pretty much all he does. He's he's the news guy for the podcast. Then you got Teresa handles everything. Darian handles all editing. You will hear from my son at another time who handles all social media. So when you hit me up on Instagram or wherever, you're really getting my son, and he gives me the message. So make sure you do that as well. And pretty much, you are just you just heard from our whole team. Besides okay. little Larry. Besides little Larry, yeah. And uh, I just want to, so I'll see you tomorrow anyway, uh, Teresa. Okay. You have, a, good. you have a great day, and uh, thanks for everything you do. You're doing a great job. Well, thank you, boss. All right. Bye-bye, T. Have a good one, T. Take care. Bye-bye. Anyway, so that was Teresa, everybody, and I just want to introduce you to the whole team. 
And now you guys know who you know I'm talking about and stuff like that. Well, I hope I hope today's show, man, show went quick, bro. It's over an hour. Can well, you imagine well, that? We could talk about prison for a long time. Oh, I know. And... Prison courts. That's yep. stuff. But anyway, guys, have a great day, man. You know, listen, it's Monday. You have a whole week ahead of you. Don't think of it like that. I hope you're doing a job that you like, like we do. I don't look at it like that. I work all the time. I know people do. I know people want, listen to this podcast at work. I get a lot of that. You know, people go to work and they put the podcast on. They listen. They yep. love it. You know, Garfield didn't show up today. Yeah. You know, here's a Monday and he didn't show up. Garfield, everybody knows. A lot of guys know him in the podcast listeners. He's the mailman. It's like fucking, this is like, what's that uh, show? Mr. Rogers, you know, when the mailman comes in uh, on the show. And we got the whole fucking crew here. It, it's the real deal. It is the real deal. And it's a lot of fun. You know, I just asked mom, it, you know, the studio's in my house, everybody. And I, I, have a, I built an office here. And my mother's inside. She's 89 years old. I said, Ma, you got to come on a pie. And I, I go, come on. She goes, oh, maybe. So maybe I got to just get her on. I don't know what she'll say. She don't remember much. She's going to say hi, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Uh, well, we'll get something out of it. Anyway, everybody. Well, we didn't get to talk about the news today, but next Monday we will. Or maybe this Friday. Yeah. How about Friday we catch up on the news? Because the last two shows, Ben's and I didn't do it. Yeah. We don't do it. Uh, and, and uh, now Monday here. Well, I did the news last week, but usually I do it on Mondays. Yeah, we, we did got the, the war. Too much got, in a war, maybe. Yeah, but. we got to talk about prison today, so your audience likes that. Maybe the next time I'm on, we'll, we'll catch Yeah, you got to update me. Oh, he yeah. watches the news every day, so he's our news guy, Davian. All right. So, all right. Have a good stay, day, bro. Stay safe. Have a good day. All right, guys. Stay safe. Have a good day. Make good choices. Check out all our stuff. Check us out on Discord. Check us out on the... Um, uh, uh, the book, Gangster Redemption, merch, do whatever it is. Thanks for your support, everybody. Really, really appreciate your support. And thanks for making the podcast go good. It's getting better and better. Have a great day, everybody. Please stay safe.